This is a news laundry podcast. Welcome to NL Hafta. The CBI raid, the ARP offensive, bouncers and no balls in the DDCA, prostitutes, Bajirao Mastani and Dilwale upsetting people, and we're not just talking cricket. Hello and welcome to episode 46 of News Laundry Hafta. I'm Abhinandan Sekhri and I have with me the gang at News Laundry. Hello Madhu. Hi. Anand. Hello. Salaam Manisha ji. Salaam. Lal Salaam Arunav. <laughs> Lal Salaam. And sitting with us is also Karthik, the producer of this uh, Hafta. Will not Sapan, make any mistakes. And who's not going to delete it this time, I hope. And Sapan, who's recording. Uh, so we're going to talk about all that. But before we start, remember when corporations pay, corporations are served. And when the public pays, public interest is served. Support independent news media. Support news laundry. If you don't like us, support someone of your choice. But remember, only when you support media can it serve you. And apart from News Laundry Hafta, we at News Laundry have another fortnightly podcast series called Global Summits, Where Are We Going? in collaboration with Biraj Swain. In this podcast, we cut through the jargon and break down development summits for you with experts and commentators from around the world. Our latest episode, which actually is very relevant and you must listen to it because it impacts your life like nothing else. It's the eighth episode about the recently concluded climate change conference at Paris. Uh, you can find the link below and uh, you'll get to know what happened, how it went down and how it impacts your life. So, uh, Madhu, why don't you start? What do you want to start with this Hafta? What do you want to discuss? I think Aap, Aap story is probably... Psychopath, psychopath, psychopath. Yes, yes. <laughs> coward and a psychopath, yes, So, indeed. let's start with the coward and the psychopath tweet. Which one do you yes. want to start with? You want so to start with the coward we? first or okay, the no, psychopath? No, come on, let's not get boring. <laughs> Over here, what, the, what I see as the issue is that uh, I think... I see Arvind Kejriwal as not a seasoned politician. I think he always speaks off the cuff. And I would, I would uh, suspect that he is a victim of what I have called in my book, Telka's metaphor, um, this SADS, SADS, the secret auto-destruct system, in which when something, when a government, and, and I don't care which government is in power, when they want to destroy someone, they put in an auto-destruct system in, in which tools are used where no footprints can lead to them and no fingerprints are left. And I think that is what the vic- he is a victim of. But the problem with him is that, one, he should have anticipated it, which a seasoned politician would have and would have taken measures, and so he should not have kept Rajinder when this five years thing was going on. Secondly, uh, there are ways Maneuver to... around that in a more yeah, com- smooth fashion yeah, rather than... A- Headlong exactly. It, it, <laughs> everything of it is so headlong is that he ends up with having being combative with with the lieutenant governor, with the police, with the center, with the, this. But the point is that if you want to get your work done, I'm not saying compromise your principles, but I'm saying there are ways to do it. As and he as, seems to be inept. As far as the coverage of this is concerned, I must say it was wall to wall when this happened. It was like live everywhere. But what was most interesting was that the NDTV press conference, which was live, carried this disclaimer. What did the disclaimer say? When, that was when Raghav Chanda was speaking about uh, Jaitley. Jaitley. We can't uh, yeah, verify okay. the... This is unverified. We can't verify mm. their claim. Which yeah. is, they never do that on any press conference, whether any speech, any interview. And the other time that NDTV cut something was the reliance, which you wrote a story about. I just thought that was very interesting. And an interesting thing is that Ashutosh tweeted that... Uh, 
Arun Jetli is calling up all the channel heads and all the editors to not run the story. And everyone, like, and everyone <laughs> ran the story. So either Ashutosh's information is completely, you know, where he gets it from. Either he cooks it up or some people are feeding him information that he would like to hear. Or if it's true, then nobody listens to Arun Jetli, which is a good sign, which editors and channels should not listen to anyone. About time. Anand, tell yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't know what to say, really. I think it's... You said uh, enough on tweets, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think it's... Uh, we have to realize that, you know, they're, they're a band of revolutionaries. They will act like that. They would act impulsively. And if... I mean, I haven't actually delved into this, but Arvind Kejriwal might be the, the first activist. I mean, obviously, all politicians say they have been activists at some part, you know, time of their political life. But he might be the first activist who's gotten to the topmost position the quickest. So he possibly hasn't had time to corrupt himself adequately. I mean, he's almost 70, 80% there. No, I, but I, I suppose, don't think that's hmm, fair. Hmm. I don't think it's a question of corruption. It's a question of strategy. Hmm. No, I mean, uh, when, when we talk of corruption, you know, it's, it's not only that you are being corrupt, you're looking the other way. I mean, like, Man that, why, why did people criticize Manmohan Singh? Man so when we look at Transparency International having told Arvind Kejriwal, please look into this allegation, uh, you know, in six months ago, when we know that an AAP member, who's no longer an AAP member, having written to Arvind Kejriwal, who was a friend of Ashish Khetan and a member of the Daily Dialogue Commission, mm -hmm. saying that, look, can you please look into this? So when, you, when you're ignoring that, and suddenly CBI comes, and of course, I mean, it goes without saying that CBI... Uh, uh, you know, is uh, when people say that, uh, uh, you know, it is, uh, when BJP says it is independent, is doing his job, that's absolute rubbish. I mean, one of the promises that Arun Jaitley made to, and Abhinandan was there in the India Against uh, Corruption movement, mm. uh, in 2011, he said that we would try and make, we would make uh, CBI independent. No established political party will do that. Right. I so, think that's, that's clear. No, no okay. matter what they Manisha. say, too much, too much at stake. I think, Kejriwal has national ambitions and it keeps coming out like this. He wants to go for the bada takkar and always make it about because there's no one in Delhi anyway and he has Delhi. He's unlike other regional leaders wherein he doesn't think of the state as much as he thinks about his own projection onto the national level. So he wants to make it about Modi versus me. And I, I was just thinking, uh, a good point. What's, what would this do to, if you look at for the Delhi wala, next month you have this scheme, odd even scheme, your most ambitious thing happening. It's never going to work. You constantly take on the Delhi police. Now you've gotten into this big battle with the center. They're going to make sure that things don't work for you. So in that way, and I think he knows that, and I think he's okay being victim because later on he can say, okay, they didn't let us function or whatever. But he is a regional leader who puts his <coughs> political ambitions above his state, I think. But Manisha, a person in power who's, who's a perennial victim and can't accomplish anything can only last that long. That's my mm. prediction. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think... Uh, I mean, uh, this is very uh, evident to anybody with half a brain, I suppose, that, uh, I mean, this was obviously, you know, the CBI does not, I've never heard of a state, state secretariat being raided by the CBI. So, and what they find, I mean, 22 lakhs in the salary account. I mean, he's got the <laughs> dumbest dude there. If he's putting his, if he's putting money that is stolen and siphoned of companies into salary account. And third balls of whiskey, that's like any random Diliwala, yeah. I mean... So uh, it wasn't Rajasthan's uh, chief minister's personal secretary's office raided? I think it was just... Was a I don't think the secretariat was raided. I think it was... Secretariat. I don't think the secretariat... The only secretariat apparently that's been raided. It's happened before. That's it's it's not happened the before? Yeah, yeah. It's no, not uh, the first apparently, time. No, I think the point he's making is the secretariat. Apparently during Asian Day, they've got us time. 
Badal secretary was raided. It's happened many times. But the issue is not what they found. The issue is the charges that are against him about forming private companies and holding shares and making money in that. That's what it's about. It's not about what bottles of whiskey. But that's no. But that that's what the FIRs know. Yeah, but no, the charges are also included, the, all this stuff on the companies. Those are allegations. The so FIR, the, the, that has to be... The FIR, but no, but the FIR is that he had three litres of extra booze. How would the raid me nikla, no? Yeah, and so that is what the FIR has and also... But the complaint thought, that was filed by Joshi yeah, was about something correct, else. That, but that's the, what he's talking about right now is the raid. Sorry, just finish then. I'll yeah, so, uh, move on to the I next. mean, yeah, about unparliamentary language, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I guess yes. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know if uh, a, a PM of the country, a CM of a certain state in a country should uh, call the Prime Minister. It's so insane. Uh, it's Tell insane. It just makes him look off. bad. Huh? It just I makes Arvind look bad. Did he tweet it or was it one of his like. No, 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 he, he tweeted, he's called he him tweets, a coward and a psychopath. Yeah, he tweets it's not himself. his team no, that takes he, care of him. He tweets himself. So the thing is that I thought Jaggi had a very interesting uh, piece on this. That, because you know, even I often say ki sanyam se kaam lena chahi when you're that. Uh, Jaggi says that he knows when he does something that way out, will it hit the headlines. And once he's got the headlines, then he drives the narrative. I think Jaggi's written a piece on that. And I think that's quite a sharp insight. So I don't think it's by mistake or impulsive that he does this. He knows. That's what I want to know. Like, is, is I don't know. Anger? I, mean, I don't know. I mean, but just the one thing that but I since the spelling of psychopath was wrong, I, maybe Manisha is right. Maybe Ashutosh did tweet it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very but, good one. But I do think that uh, Sambit Patra was sitting on a panel, the national spokesperson of the BJP, and saying that three liters extra booze was found in his possession. They found X amount of foreign exchange, which apparently is accounted for. And this man sat and with all incorrect stuff was slandering this. If they That's had, the problem with if, these programs. If, you can say no, anything. If they had, if, and no one ran a ticker that we do not vouch for these allegations. If you have serious allegations of the, that he has these many companies, your national spokesperson will not be clutching onto three liters of extra whiskey. I, in my position, have $3,000. Because when I went abroad last time, my sister didn't let me spend. She lives in Singapore. So I caught my cash back. I think in terms of... Whoever's gone abroad... It happens. It lies around. You forget about it. I mean, I don't... And then you have a husband who gets crazy. You get arrested. This has backfired. That people who I know who are neutral, who are neither AAP nor BJP, they have swung... They have leaned towards AAP after this. That is what I have observed. No, I haven't observed that at all. That's just people tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> Abhinandan, that's not the truth. Stop the point, it, Abhinandan. Yeah, come but, on. But you know, I, I want to touch on this point about this three-liter thing. And you see, I, I mean, I've and I take you back to Madhu's book, uh, Tehelka as a metaphor, and where after the uh, you know the Operation Westin, the full force, the full for, you know might of India Enforcement Directorate CY is after this the owner, okay, and they find that uh, uh, a notice board or a placard is not. You know, yeah, at the, the right this, angle or something. No, the, the Can't office, forget that passage. The office was being. They had 296 cases filed against them. Yes. And one of one, the, yeah. And which I, they still have to keep coming to Delhi for 10 years later. And one of the uh, uh, cases was that. Um, the paint came, is not painted. No, the off office was being painted. Right. So the signboard had been put on the right. floor while right. it was being painted. So, so they filed a case against them. That yeah. signboard not up. Yes. So if they want to get you, they will get you. So you know, it is absolutely true. 
when they can do it for a signboard. Well, that's what she said. That's what Davina Mayer said. She says anyone who's walking around free in India, thinking he's free, he's only he's free lucky. because nobody in oh, power yes. doesn't want you inside. Yeah. The day somebody in power wants you inside, you will be inside. Yes. Okay. What do you want to talk about? I'm not going to go next. What 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 do you want to pick up on? Any story you really liked or disliked? We can just go straight. We can talk that. about Barkha's book. The yeah. reviews on Amazon. So there's another book uh, by the same name as Barkha's book. It's called Unquiet Land. It's written by this guy called uh, Ron Duffy. So suddenly this book has got 17 uh, uh, one stars and uh, reviews. Uh, <laughs> it says uh, by Indians. All right, Rohit Sharma says utter bu utter bullshit. Vinay Arora sa says one of the worst book I've read in my life. <laughs> book lover inside me will take two three years to recover. Uh, so yes, this, so requi this requires another article. <laughs> In fact, Rahul Roshan There's noticed no this for the first one to notice this last yeah, uh, right. yesterday. So, yeah, somebody pointed out me on Twitter. So, so he, he tweeted about this, and it's absolutely hilarious. So another book by the same name. Well, <laughs> is getting time. trashed, getting and this guy must be wondering like, what why? Happened? What happened here? Mm. So, but do you somebody should explain uh, it to him. Amazon should not let uh, uh, unverified reviewers write a review. I, I think, think it should, it I think it should let it. it go because I don't think it's affecting the sales of the book in any case. Barkha doesn't think herself that. So I think it's all right and people are smart enough to know what is a fake review and what is not. And I suppose if you say that I can't, I mean, how do you do it? You know, because if there's no direct conflict of interest, I mean, Amazon, in fact, has a policy which doesn't let you, doesn't let a relative of an author publish a review. But if there's no direct conflict of interest, how do you control this? It has to be a policy, right? I mean, you can't just randomly, you know, clamp down on some guy. So I think it's all right. But you know, the Madhu, has anyone else read the book? The problem is that I've, I'm always surprised when something, as like you said, that people will know that it's uh, all this stuff is by people who haven't read the book and they're just trashing her because they hate her. I'm sometimes shocked at the fact that things which are so obvious, people don't see. They don't see it. And people, and I agree with Madhu because you know a lot of foreigners, they wouldn't know this thing. Exactly. What is happening? How many Barkha gets trolled or something? So, I mean, I, I, you know, earlier I used to think the same that you know un, unverified viewers, uh, readers can also post it. But I think this it's a good system. You buy a book, and even if you want to trash it, then okay, fine. At least Barkha has the you know has gotten the money off you. So you know. No, I agree. So. But uh, I I agree that. Uh, some people take it seriously. I don't know about books, but I heard a podcast long back on NPR, which is talking about Amazon product reviews. And product reviews make a huge difference to yes. Amazon sales. So I don't know if it's the same for books, but possibly. Manisha, what do you want to go with next? And they're usually right, in my experience. <laughs> as far as products go, I find that I follow them and, and they're yeah. absolutely right. If it's trashed, if it's a bad product and I bought it already and then afterwards I look, I said, oh shit, I wish I'd read this. I think it's true for other products more in books. I think, uh, I mean, books, there's a slightly different yeah, I don't know, uh, electronic books gadgets. Books is also subjective, you know? Lekin pehle, mein bahut sumsan sa, bada sad sa rehta tha. Phir jab se mein mad angle khai, mein kaafi khush ho gaya. And also, Who'd I believe had a miserable life when I started wearing the Ekmukhi Rudraksh. My life turned around, Madhu. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, if you fine. believe that, I have some marshland in uh, Gurgaon to sell to you. Abhi Madhra ji ko bolta hu. When I go there, I'll find he's, he's owns it. But uh, yeah, Anand, what do you want to go with? Yeah, next? I want to talk about this Kamlesh Tiwari uh, episode that has yes. happened. Mm. And I th it has really disappointed me. I'll tell you, you know, the reasons why it has. So notwithstanding the fact that, you know, I've, I've, I've harped on it for God knows how many days. But, you know, in 2013, when five Dalits were raped every day, uh, it wasn't, you know, considered intolerant uh, for the whole year. And then we had for the next one and a half months, you know, this intolerance debate 
uh, based on one incident. And, you know, it carried on and on and on and on. And now we have one lakh people on the streets being asking for Kamlesh Tiwari, who said something derogatory uh, about, the prophet. Again, uh, about the prophet. I don't think it's really derogatory. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, that's huh. uh, that's a point of view. But I mean, if you were to see the hear the slogans, which is I mean, this is spine chilling. So one of them goes, "Gustaq ke Rasool ki ek hi saza, sir." Badan se juda. Sir, tan se juda, sir. I mean, it is you know, it's almost hypnotic. It's like you know, tilak taraju aur talwar inko maro jute char. You know that BSP slogan. But uh, the media is. Absolutely quiet. It's like you know, it's 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 this thing has gotten one hundredth the coverage, which you know any other whatever intolerance debate we were having. And if you were to remove the news laundry article which Aruna has written, then this has got nine thousandth of the coverage. You know, assuming only ten people. Because Aruna bores where others don't. You yeah. think there's a, an element of people getting bored with the intolerance debate? I don't know. I no. I, I don't think so. I think it is. I'm very sorry to say that it actually reflects the bias. I actually disagree with Anand on one thing. I don't think that's a uh, the and this is where you start off the intolerant debate from is where I disagree with you. And we've again said this before, but the the intolerance debate didn't become a debate because of the incident. It became a debate because there were people in responsible positions defending it and justifying it. I do believe that if let's say Rahul Gandhi or you know let's a spokesperson of the Congress says that yes, that guy should be dealt with. I think it will become a big issue. I think the intolerance is not about incidents. It is about how people who are in, who have the voice to, you know, speak to mass media, justify it or not. I mean, and then three points on that. One is that there is a there's a Congress worker who actually led the protest, you know, asking for this guy to be hanged. Okay, uh, one of the lakhs of people who've done this. Then the guy who's asked for the person uh, a reward, given a reward. Uh, I don't know. Talk to him. Uh, 51 lakhs is the reward. He was um, in the education panel of the Samajwadi Party. Yeah, he was an advisor. Hanlum. Hanlum. Uh, he was an advisor. advisor or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think it's just that... He was that a state minister. He had the rank equivalent to a state minister. So, he has the rank equivalent to uh, a state so minister. Arvind happened to meet him. Uh, yeah. During oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. He's the same guy who announced a fatwa on... Uh, on Taslima Yes, yeah. you asked that question. Which he refused yeah. to... Why did he, why did he talk about it this time? I was curious. He doesn't want to. I mean, he no. Said what has he changed his mind? Like, like I asked him that ki abhi sab thik hai. Agar wo agar Tasleema Nasreen ji bolay galti ho gayi, to will he be okay with it? Will you remove the bounty? He said, nee, ye to sarkar decide karegi. So uh, I don't know. He no, the sarkar has got nothing to do yeah. with his bounty. So uh, other than the, uh, other than the uh, CBI raid and AAP, very little has occupied prime time. Plus, and there is yeah. one one more thing. You hmm. know, I'm just you know when. So when the uh, Dadri incident happened, everyone wanted Narendra Modi to talk about it. Politicians went and uh, went to Dadri and uh, the Narendra Modi is silent. Why is no one saying the same thing? Why is Narendra Modi silent now? Why, he is, why has he not commented on this abject intolerance of you know, lakhs of people clamoring for the head of this guy? Hmm. There's one clear difference though. Hmm. Dadri, there was a death. Here, there are this loony... F I mean, they're not the fringe, but they're lunatic... Hardliners so, asking. are we going but to I judge agree. intolerance by, uh, you know, mortality? Then we come to I the think no, statistics. It makes it more serious. If there's a real, it if, makes there's it more a, serious. if there's a mob that goes inside one somebody's people, house and One lakh people man. asking for no, Sir Tanse Juda. But I wouldn't compare. I think anyway it's deserving yeah, of it's news. It's not a question of but equivalence. It is uh, never a question of equivalence. Dadri. It's never, you know, because how can you judge? How can you equate one incident? I would compare it with maybe, say, 
the Hindu Mahasabha guys coming together and asking for or, or, uh, a beef. So what is this uh, anti-Dilwale protest? I know about the Bajira, why they're protesting, but why are they protesting about... So, um, no, these are two different, two different cities. Okay. So, in Maharashtra and in Pune, because of, you know, I think some Maharashtrian pride has been insulted by them having portrayed something incorrectly. Mastani. The, I, yeah, the Bajira Mastani. No, no, Mastani controversy is this. That, uh, like, they have the controversy about Radha Krishnan and Krish Krishna, and some people believe, like to believe, that uh, uh, Krishna was uh, uh, treated by Radha as a son, and they did not have a romantic uh, relationship. Uh, uh, there are some Hindus who like to who believe that. In this also, in Mastani, uh, there are historians who say that she was treated as his daughter. Okay, Whereas so that's the problem. largely the hist 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 uh, historical facts, this, this is what uh, one controversy. I don't know if this is the same one, but and Bansali is claiming he did a Woody Allen on her. No, don't say that. That's a horrible <laughs> comparison, because. But he married his daughter. He married he, his he, daughter. He, it was not, he was not his daughter. Adopted stepdaughter. I mean, not his, it was not his stepdaughter either. It was he Me won uh, he won a war for somebody and that for another Nawab and that fellow presented him with uh, some land, Jagir's or whatever. Woody Allen? Oh! <laughs> oh I'm confused about this conversation. I was wondering, someone I like born says Woody Allen. I like World War. Sorry, World War. So, okay, so, no, because you said don't say there were Woody Allen. I was wondering. Sorry, I'm a bit okay, confused. Don't say we're, talking about Radha? we're talking about Radha? We're talking about <laughs> Mastani. Okay. Mastani, by some historians, was considered a daughter and they don't like the fact that he's being she's being portrayed as his wife, whereas in most history books, she was his second wife and gave birth to two children. That is the controversy that I've read. There may be another one that I don't know about. So that is why it's being opposed there. In Delhi, there is the Hindu Sena is opposing Dilwale. Why? I was hoping because apparently it's a really shit film, but apparently it's because <laughs> Shah Rukh Khan said that intolerance thing. He's a Gaddar, so don't watch his films. No, but yesterday Shah Rukh Khan said there is no intolerance at all. I saw that. And I was coaxed by the uh, coaxed by Rajdeep Sardesai into saying this. <laughs> no, no, that, yes. He's, yeah, so I mean, he must be saying it tongue in cheek. Yeah, it was. That's was clear, so Shah Rukh. Clear he was being sarcastic. That is so Shah Rukh. Movie, ha, movie chalani hai, to I'll say that. It was so no clear. It was an incense here, taking yeah. the piss kind of thing. Ha, sorry, Arunab, you were saying? Yeah, no, that's what I want to say. That he didn't really say that in seriousness. Yeah, so, yeah. but I did see a lot of people said that now he's done ah. a U-turn and all. It was yeah. But on the side, I would like to say that all the interviews that I've seen with. Uh, Deepika Padukone and uh, Ranveer. Yes. Ranveer. Hmm. I think their chemistry is magical. I think it's really fun. Madhu, and I think this, gen this generation, this generation of film couples, I really like them because they're honest about their relationships. So different from my generation when I grew up watching this facade of people who I grew up in a family of, you know, f surrounded by film business and actors and stars and producers and distributors and all these. And there was such hypocrisy then. And although the, everybody had girlfriends and mistresses and second families and this and that, nobody acknowledged any. And these are kids who are so open and frank about themselves. The, I all that's true, Madhu, but I don't think there's... You had a... Asha Parekh and Nanda. I mean, you know. yeah. <laughs> but come on, Ranveer and Deepa, what chemistry? Don't come on. But not let's not wait for Arvind Kejriwal's review He's just on jealous. Dilwale. And... He's so jealous. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, 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 love, I love Deepika Padukone, but even if I were to put that aside, dude, Ranveer is hardly, I mean, Come on, no way. Anyway, he's just sorry. jealous. I think he's fantastic. Okay. 
Uh, I think he's uh, funny, he's clever. Okay, let's go with the... Uh, it's he's 40 years of India today. Uh, happy yes. birthday to you, Madhu. Happy birthday to you, Madhu. You're not serious. Happy, I am serious. <laughs> you, you're the founding editor of the magazine. Yes. And uh, Anand had something to say. Yeah, no, I mean, I, in fact, I tweeted one of Madhu's tweets today and I was intrigued by the story. I didn't know this story. Hmm. And this tweet had uh, Madhu actually, uh, uh, you know, tweeting this image of which was the third cover. I, the third issue of third India issue today. Third issue of uh, India Today, I later on came to know. Of Madhu, uh, maybe Madhu can explain that much well, better. You know, it was a lovely was, story. We it was, uh, uh, First, tell us what was on the cover. It was on, it, the cover was, uh, uh, the cover story was on overpopulation, which was a big deal at that time. Hmm. And which for people this like... This emergency, by the em way, right? During the emergency, and for people like you who don't, uh, who were not born then, the red triangle was a big thing. Hmm. It's on the, on the right-hand yes. corner. The Family red triangular planning. meant like, hum do like you know it was like two and one or you couldn't have more than one or two children and that red triangle you, could, you shouldn't you shouldn't and then uh, the red triangle became like a sign that as soon as a van or a there used to be a hathi used to distribute condoms from uh, with this red triangle on its um, Side, sides side. and the minute anybody saw the red triangle whether it was on a car hathi or cycle or whatever the whole village would go and hide so that was the sign. Bhago! What was on the cover? Oh yeah, sorry. So I rambled. Um, so on the overpopulation thing, there were four people in our office. Sunil Sethi, who went on to become one of the most brilliant writers ever. At that time was like 19, 20 years old. Dilip Bob, who was also around then, 19, 20 years old. I had to beg him to stay because he had this huge offer from the American Center. And I had to beg him and beg him to stay because who was going to work for this unknown magazine that was just starting India today? Kaun janta tha kuch nahi? And he, you know, he was a young man starting his life. So I had to beg and beg. He stayed. There was Shirley Joshua, who became then the queen bee of production. Madhu, what was in the cover? <laughs> so I sent my sister, who was the official photographer, to go and find a Bagriyani woman with a big stomach because pregnancy, pregnant woman. Uska, uski tasveer leke, we put that stomach on what the cover. What does Bagriyani mean? Lab construction laborer. So she went all over Delhi, and the irony of it is, we're doing a cover on overpopulation, and she couldn't find a pregnant. <laughs> she could not find a pregnant Bagriyani. So then okay. And and uh, uh, this is where a good employee would have risen to the occasion and said, "Madhu, मुझे नौ महीने दो, मैं आपके लिए कवर तैयार करके लाता हूँ." But anyway, so I happened to be pregnant, and in desperation, then. Um, I, you know, the sari that I was wearing, the same thing. They, and it just so happened that some, because I was having a difficult pregnancy, some guy had put this lal dhaga, some pandit had put this lal. So I, it looked very authentic, I think, and I put my wooden bangles on, and I posed with my big stomach hanging out. Nice. And uh, my father was not told, it was hidden from him, and then he was looking at the cover, and he looked at my hands and he said, ye <laughs> So then were you ticked off that good girls of Punjabi? No, no, he wasn't like that. He was far too sophisticated, they're good girls and all that. He was like, do you think it was the right thing to do? Do you think it is, you know, it was like a discussion. It was too late. Just well done, Madhu. I think that's very cool, by the but way. How many magazines were there? So before Demi Moore, my yeah, stomach you did a Demi Moore. You did a Demi Moore before Demi Moore. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I, dude. There was Take only that. Illustrated Weekly. Yeah, Take that's that. what I wanted to ask. So Which only is why Kushwan Singh always hated us. Because he felt that Illustrated Weekly was... Did he do a cover on Dadi's ever? 
Sorry. Oh, you want to go with something now, Anand? We're 28 minutes into He's Hafta. He's really in a flip mood. Hmm? So let's go with the Rahul Panita's article. Uh, yes. I think it was uh, one of the best pieces I read this week. Uh, mm. Probably in a long time, to be honest. Uh, uh, so it's about uh, why uh, people shouldn't uh, call uh, journalists uh, prostitutes. So it begins with this whole division that's come up now. You know, you're either a Modi, uh, you either a Modi fan or you're not. And then he goes on to explain why as journalists we're, we are supposed to be anti-establishment. You know, that's why you know we are not that we hate Modi or you know, journalists hate Modi. It's because you know he's in power, so he'll obviously be more questioned than say a Sonia Gandhi or Rahul Gandhi. So I think it was really well written, and uh, it appeared in Scroll. And mm. uh, yeah. it was a good piece. Although uh, I'm sure uh, Arnab will disagree. Uh, he only questions Rahul and Sonia Gandhi for the last two weeks and not establishment. Carry on. Mm. No, oh, I, mean, I thought I, R. Sorry. Arnab. Arnab Goswami, you mean. Okay. Uh, Arnab Goswami, I meant. <laughs> no, I'll tell you, I take serious umbrage to this prostitute. And it was, I think one has to go into the history of who started it and why. The first person who said it was V.K. Singh. And General Saab. Did he? I thought it was No, it's an American. Who? No, it was no. an American person who said it in, in America. So V.K. Singh took it from... All right, V.K. Singh said it Indian, when he was cornered by the press and he was uncomfortable. And because he was cornered by the press and he had said something which was objectionable, to get out of it, he abused the press. And I think that that says everything. Because why should the press be abused when they've cornered someone who said something which, is, which he can't stand up for or, account, or be accountable for. So that by itself shows that it started from a bad place. And I've seen that Subramanyam Swami periodically starts a Twitter campaign on prostitute, prostitute, prostitute. You Whenever Justice Kardew has said it to Arnab. Arnab is a prostitute. You know, Live. I, so I think <laughs> that on. what the public forgets, that all the scams that they know about, all the information that they've got, Everything that they're using, in fact, against each other, yeah, whether it's from one party to the other, <coughs> whether it's from one group to the other, it's from the prostitutes, the press. So you use all the information that, that young journalists go out to kill themselves, to, to produce stories, and then call them prostitutes. I think that is obnoxious. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's a horrible word to use, and it's a, it's a terrible, it's, oh, you know, and it's caught on, and now everyone, it's almost you know, got, gotten mainstream acceptance. If you look at Karju and uh, if you consider Swami as mainstream and uh, VK Singh saying this, I mean, what I meant to say is that no longer are people who are, uh, you know, incensed and who are normally abusers are using it. Normal people are also using this. Uh, but then, you know, I, I, I collected a bit of data. So I, I went to, I think, 10 journalists, their Twitter feeds, and I looked at since the beginning they were on Twitter, and they have been, you know, I cataloged the number of times they've used aptards, bhakts, kongi slave, kongi goon, kongi this, you know, secular, all that stuff. Can we use that data, please? Mm. Yeah, it's on, it's mm. on uh, I tweeted mm. that. It's got about 800 uh, retweets and all that. Uh, and uh, the point is, if you are abusing someone, and if someone else, you know, the same person returns and calls you, a, you know, abuses you, then I think you have to take it on the chin. Uh, you know, if you... For a, and one person tweeted uh, that he said three people have not been called a prostitute, which is Madhu, you, Madhu, Madhu Trehan, Chitra, and Sucheta. Mm -hmm. And he said, why is that? Why are pe only some people called prostitutes and others not? That okay. made me think. So, so you know, a, so it's I, not that it's all black and white. Again, and, I disagree know. with you. That's not true because I've had tweets with that. Yeah. Exactly. I have seen, but I dis wholeheartedly disagree with you. A, this is in a sense justifying the lunacy of the mob that they have any sense. They don't. It is not thought through that we will not say to Chatra, Chitra Madhu. 
the mob is so it doesn't mean the people who they are called like that and i just blocked them although she so has been called, called me, and i say it you have abused me you are blocked and enjoy so, so there is no i mean there is i don't think anyone can justify the insanity of the mob it is not saying and i can that say categorically that goes without saying so so, so that, i can say categorically i have never abused anybody so, on twitter so that is one and i've been abused and i handle it and the second thing that you're talking about is again i think an incorrect equivalence and i think the scientist in you always tries to draw equivalences is Thank one one is an observational thing that let's say i am called an aptard sometimes or sometimes someone calls it kangri it is an it is a generalization based on my behavior as like uh, uh, aruna bolus refers to me as a arvind fanboy <clears throat> someone is aptard you know because you know one has uh, has said some nice things about them it is an observational thing it is not uh, it is not communicating a transaction okay, once no. just let me finish it is not communicating it is not saying that you have taken money and you are doing this it is like when i say yaar that guy to is like you know when air jordan uh, uh, used to go around of that guy um, who's been with hiv all his female fans used to be called his angels so it was an observation based on their behavior it was not suggesting a transaction no i, th- I now i remember avinandan about 2 3 months ago on hafta we had a similar debate on whether abuse should be used or f word or something i remember some similar line so the point i'm trying to make is not that you know you you lovingly call someone someone calls you an aptar or someone calls someone else a bhakt or a sanghi or someone if you call someone a sanghi or a bhakt and you know it that you being abusive and the person returns the abuse to you whatever abuse that may be take it take but it, it. But why are you offended by that but it's not an abuse if you why call it? shut up you bloody bhakt you call someone <clears throat> no again now are you being abusive or not yes because you the, exactly no but right? no you it's not a yes or no again aran you saying if you call someone a bloody bhakt are we are talking about the word use of the word your data is not saying bloody bhakt your I data is saying when you say no, bhakt no, no, no. if when you, you say, if you look at the thing i checked so in so the blood, context it is context related so, yeah so when the word bhakt or the word aptard I don't think it's offensive because it is just an observation. Yeah, it is offensive. So I, I don't find. I don't find. You may not find it offensive, but it is meant offensively. Please listen to me. Is a transaction. Aptar is meant offensively. Bhakt is meant offensively. Unless you, what, unless you use Kongi? it on yourself. What's offensive? If you say Kongi? I'm a bhakt, it's Kongi not offensive. Kongi slave, Kongi rat, Kongi stooge. Kongi is not offensive. Kongi stooge. I think. I think. Forget all of that. I think the very etymology of the word prostitute. I mean, what are you? Prostitute. I mean, really. I mean, I mean that is you. You making fun of someone who's it's, who it's has no choice but to right. sell but a body. And, and by the way, yeah, you don't even again. use the word See, prostitute. You use the word sex, sex worker. Yeah, I mean prostitute. Most, yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, but that uh, that is way more offensive than say a bhakt. You know, you you making fun so of somebody. I wouldn't even. No, but are we cataloging what is offensive abuse and what is not? It is depending on the person who's received that abuse, na? No. no I, so if if for example I say something, okay, or uh, someone else, uh, you know, says something and the other person turns around and said. Shut up, you sanghi, and that it is well within no, his rights to be, uh, Anand, uh, you know, to take offence to Anand, that. That's what I'm thing, saying. That when somebody has, uh, m- many times this happens, somebody uh, says something to me and then puts hashtag prostitute, and my response to it, I'm blocking you because you you use the prostitute word. When they say, but I haven't called you, I said, but you put hashtag prostitute after saying something to me. I take that as an abuse. It's how I take it. But they have I called you it. when they you, when they they put that. Yeah, hashtag. But so they mean I say, it. I, but they, then the argument is, say, but don't block me, or you know, they actually. argue with me for not blocking and say that it's not an abuse i say it is an abuse look so i have never called anyone an aptard i have never called anyone a bhakt 
And but if somebody, not what I have done and you have done. So I think this is going into what I did not, and needed. We are talking about the word. No, we are not talking about the word. It's that like I'm using bhakt in a context. If you know, uh, if I'm calling you a bhakt These or calling, all if I'm abusing you, Niku, there's a difference. No, so Vinna. okay, uh, a lot there's of a uh, people would call journalists what like paid media. That's sort of meant in abusive way. You, you paid media, you secular media. That's as bad as pressure. I do mind I don't that. Mind. It's fine. I mean. But something about using the word prostitute. Of course, no, I'm sorry. Uh, paid news to me is yeah, worse. Is if I was told, it's, it's, if I was told, paid news. It's an allegation. I don't agree with it, but it is not as. It's distinct. not an allegation. It's, it's your life. It's your integrity. For example, in the search that I have done together. Sorry, I think for me, okay, prostitute, I can handle. Paid news, I cannot handle. It really makes me flip my lid because that means I've sold my soul. Of course, it will make you. It's worse than prestige. I think that was just the same. Prestige is just saying what we can say. Okay, Anand was saying. No, for example, I have seen like you know, but in that catalog, what comes out is that Barkha has used the word bhakt only once. Okay, and in fact, she has used the the word bhakt in her tweets about four times, but the other three times she was she has used it mockingly, you know. And you can make out in a tweet, you can make out if someone is using it as accusingly. And for example, Jaggi has used it once. and you can make out that he's not using it mockingly or he's not you know laughing about it or using it as a uh, as a word he's actually addressing someone as a bhakt that is all so there is a difference you know so you so can and you can address someone as a bhakt but as a prostitute you're saying so i'm i'm not so if you address no. someone as a bhakt it's i'm saying all this abuse is completely out of order mm-hmm. but people who who call others as bhakts and sangis and aptards and all that It's a bit rich for them to turn around and say, "Don't call me." Okay, so you've said okay. that a number of times. Let's yeah. move on to Smriti Irani's tweet about blasphemous. Okay, I saw that. I mean, what's to say? I mean, I think Sagarika just went it. completely misunderstood it. Blas, I, I use blasphemous so many times. It's not the context that you know you've uh, against religion or anything like that. It's just a common vernacular thing. You use this word blasphemous all the time. Yeah, I don't think anything uh, of it. I mean, what do you think? You know, one I don't like reverence. Okay, oh, five minutes. Sorry, okay. Okay. five minutes. Okay. I don't like Quick. reverence yeah. of anybody, of anything. Of I like respect. I like whatever, but reverence and hero worship and all really makes me nervous. So when she does use the word blasphemous in any context, it makes me uncomfortable. That why are you expecting us to be worshiping anyone? So that I I am uncomfortable with. Whether I would have gone to. Town like Sagarika did, and in, in in focusing on it and rips, I I I think it was an overreaction. It's totally mm. unnecessary. Uh, Arnab? No, I don't have anything to say on it. Manisha? Mm. Although after listening, Madhu, I do. Yeah, I mean when Prashant said uh, that when Anand uh, says blasphemy, says do I blasphemy? Yeah. It's mocking. It's a joke. Yeah. I think what Madhu is saying that. She. It wasn't a joke. It was a, in all earnest. She's saying it's blasphemous to say that about a prime minister. That press conference that she said. Right? Yeah, I, I saw I, that press conference. Yeah, I think if I was a minister, if she said it was rude, incorrect, I may not have used that word. Yeah, yeah. if she said rude, incorrect, disrespectful, all that's okay. But blasphemous implies that we should be worshiping something I'd or sacrilege. As an exclamation or just as a joke, I'd use it. Yeah, not not as a serious thing. So sorry. Know. Before we wind up, I just have one thing that I was very keen to touch upon. So quickly, if we can finish that. That um, uh, thing in the cartoon in the Aus- Australian newspaper, which people are saying is racist, racist, mm-hmm. of you know Indian poor-looking Indian farmers eating uh, solar, solar panels. Solar panels. Uh, is it just me? I, I, I mean, I didn't think it was a great cartoon, but was it racist? I don't know. I don't think it was racist at all. I don't know. You know. You have some views on the earlier one also. The I think it was racist. Hmm. Uh, this one. Yes. The Australian one. I think it was racist. 
Definitely. Uh, Manisha? That Indians are so ignorant that they... It's they definitely don't... stereotyping. But is and it racist? Is... Of course it's stereotyping. Okay, but Please but explain why was it even stereotyping. Please explain that to me. Well, because he's the traditional... Ignorant Indian who yeah, doesn't know better and is always starving, so eat the solar panels. Yeah. It's the Oxfam it's, child. It's like... I don't know, it's kind of in the same... Uh, but not racist. Snake charmer but you don't think Indian. it was racist, right? Well, it's ethnocentric at worst, so you want it's the same thing. What is some? What is something? How does a cartoon become downright? That's racist? what I was actually like thinking. I, I didn't what? react to it. Oh, sorry, Arunab, what is your view? I don't think it was racist. I think it was just condescending. It was, it was a bad cartoon. Yeah, which is what? But got again, I want you. I thought it was stereotyping them, alright? You see, uh, I thought it was cheap. Mahima, the problem with cartooning is. Manisha. I'm so sorry, Manisha. Uh, M. <laughs> okay. Lots of M's. Yeah, lots of M's. Yeah. The problem is that you you drawing a cartoon. You somewhere or the other stereotyping would come in because you have to represent. So, for example, you know, a lot of cartoons show India as an elephant, okay, or USA as uh, Uncle Sam. So, you know, this is but natural. You would say, oh, why are you showing us as an elephant? No, but you that's know, symbolic. So, okay, so fine. You the elephant as a dragon. But a starving China, Indian. Or, but this is not symbolic of. I mean, those are symbols of India. But snake. I think what makes something racist is where the references to. You know, when you have that black man in Naughty, that was racist. It was stereotyping. No, but the I mean, and then I'll tell you, having traveled to Australia twice, three times, I find uh, surprised. I was surprised at the racism that one encountered in a in the situations like. Madhu, till 1967 in Australia, Abor uh, Aborigines came under the Flora Fauna That's Act. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. And so when I saw Aborigines in the ago. condition that they were. Was like one saw blacks in the fifties in America. But doesn't that cartoon also show that somehow Indians are not? I mean, we're not aware, or we're not. We don't know what to do with the we're solar panels. Ignorant cartoon. Because ignorant. first of all, you don't so get solar panels. Starving. Ignorant. Aren't you being racist That's in deep. that sense? Where you think we're just this no, third I think world the, race? I think the point of satire there was that here's a country that doesn't have enough to feed its people, starving people. And they are advocating solar panels, which are so expensive. वो अपनी तरफ से ये जोक मार रहे थे. But it is true. You see, you so, have four uh, population greater than but, the population of Europe but is surviving on thirty rupees a day. So when they're showing poor people, how are they being racist or stereotypical? No, no, it no, is no, because it's true. It is true. Sure, but when you have yeah, them, I mean, I agree with the solar, Anand there completely. I think. People in yeah, India are very true. well aware of solar energy, and to show Indians as fumbling. No, no, but that is not what. See here. But it tries to show but that. No, that's right? what. Like, no, no, no. It may be true, but it hurts. The satire. It hurts. I, of I, course, it. Yeah, hurts. it hurts. But, I agree, know. but it wasn't. No, the point of satire <laughs> isn't that Indians are ignorant and he thinks that he's eating tandoori chicken. The point of satire was that a country that cannot feed its people, ab just solar panels ka. This is ah, mera sir ka. You know, so that is the point of satire, not that this person doesn't. I don't get it. Like, how is this satirical? Like what? That, I'm explaining what the point of satire was. Whether you find it funny or not is not what I'm explaining. I'm telling you, as a satirist, mm. that is what the point of satire they were making. I'm not saying whether you should find it funny or not. Mm. The point of satire wasn't that a person is ignorant; he doesn't know whether he's eating dal or he's eating solar panel. Or incapable is, of understanding this. No, that was not the point of satire. It was like the same thing that the Chandrayaan. Chandrayaan banana, they're making a cartoon. But that was really stupid. I thought that was also extremely racist. Yes, but that's again the point I'm making is. That's exactly it. Was racist, but it it hurts. I'm saying it's true. The point was that you can tell one from the other, but these people don't have enough money for X. But that is the point of satire. No, but listen, talking about this, did you see that 
YouTube thing that I sent you to watch from 4:48. But you know, I have a, a, a very good dear friend, uh, cartoonist friend, Manjul. Mm. He's, yeah. awesome. he's awesome. He's very good. He's, I think, one of the best. One of the best. He's at DNA, right? Manjul? He's at yeah. DNA. And he gets a lot of flack. Whether I, and you know, I've asked him before. So he wants to draw a Muslim. So he got a lot of flack for, you know, so. So he would show a stereotypical Muslim or a stereotypical Hindu being, you know, with a choti and with a tilak and Muslim would always be in a lungi. And so I asked him, you know, uh, you know, uh, in a conversation that you can't escape that. A cartoon, you know, you, you have a box in which you have to very quickly yeah. give the message. You can't write Muslim, you can't so write Hindu. So this is what they do. So, you know, when they showed, for example, when they show an elephant, or when they show an Indian, so, okay, so for example, if they were to show uh, uh, an Indian who's wearing a three-piece suit, which comes on the uh, cover of, uh, you know, front page of Times of India, you know, as a cartoon, you yourself would say, Indian bana diya in logon ko. And also cartoons are not necessarily supposed to be funny, because like when Bobby Kennedy was killed, uh, remember Washington Post, I think it was, carried a cartoon in which Bobby Kennedy was giving a speech, and there were all these an image of all these fans waving to him and in that one hand was a gun. Yeah, they communicate a thought or an idea. That's what they do, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I completely agree with Manjul uh, and Anand that you, it is communicating and stereotypes are effective at that. That doesn't mean stereotypes are, you know, uh, arithmetically always accurate, but stereotypes are very useful in, you know, everyday parlance and they are used all the time. Okay. I'd expect more out of a newspaper cartoon. <coughs> okay, anyone wants to share anything before you wind up? Um, We've shared a few things. Anything more? Do read Mohammed Hanif's latest column, I Worry for Muslims in NYT, it's quite nice. Okay. Do read our young friend Mr. Kariyappa's piece. I think it's a fantastic piece on Shakurpur, the best I've read so far. On the, sorry, Shakur Basti Demolition. So an another thing is, I think, do read uh, Deepak Shanoi's wonderful piece on bullet trains, the economics of it. I think it was one of the best pieces I read. Uh, explains it very objectively as to what is the uh, issue here um, and rebuts in a very large measure Scroll's piece on bullet trains as well. I, I really like Deepak Shanoi's piece. Madhu, anything you want to share? And that's it. Okay. Um, anyone else? I, I, the one thing that CBS or quite a few uh, websites have carried, this American woman who... Uh, attacks a bunch of m Muslims who are praying in the park with uh, screaming at them, ranting, yeah. saying that... Um, She's been charged with a hate crime. Yeah, and throwing coffee right. at them. And there oh. is another uh, uh, video that has gone viral, which is a guy has posted a, a Sikh, Sardarji, sleeping, sleeping in a jet blue aircraft and saying Al-Qaeda or whatever. Sorry, Laden. what was that? So an old Sikh gentleman was sleeping next to this guy. This guy you know, kind of took a video of him and said, would you like to be sleeping next or be next to this man on a flight, like Al-Qaeda or something. And he titled it Bin Laden Sleeping. Bin Laden Sleeping. And uh, uh, the new... What is the response? What are the comments? It's gone viral. No, it's have not... people corrected yeah. him? Yes, well, yes. He's been ticked off by the Indian community only, but in, in the US. The Sikh community. That's very scary for Sikhs who are living... Uh, yeah. There's abroad. been an attack also in the last week. Well, immediately Sikh. after 9-11, there were oh, actually... There were so many attacks. Sikhs that were murdered. And uh, yeah. I would just... I'm sure everybody's already listening to it, but the new serial, season two, fantastic. Uh, now, on that note, I'd like to wind up. Now, this song is dedicated to a lot of people, okay? A lot of people. To Arnab, to Rahul Shankar, to all the studios, to Arvind Kejriwal, uh, and anyone else who can we dedicate this to? It depends what the song is. 
Subramaniam Swami. Okay, listen to it and then we'll come back and tell you who do you like yeah. to dedicate it to, Madhu? I can totally imagine him saying this. <laughs> I think to Swami and Sonia. To Swami and Sonia. Okay, so this is basically dedicated to everybody. Uh, on that note, I'd like to say goodbye and thank you for joining us on the Hafta. Remember, when the public pays, the public is served. When corporations pay, corporations are served. Do support News Laundry. Click on iPay to keep news free and subscribe. Uh, I forgot to say this in the beginning, but I'll say this in the end. Angrez apna lagan or News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nai chhorte. Thank you all for joining Thank us. Thank you very much. Thank and, you. And uh, see you guys again next week. Bye-bye. Catch all new episodes of NL Hafta on newslaundry.com and follow us on Twitter and Facebook.